I don't want you to always live in this what if category because yeah, then that's all the story is ever going to be. Well, I should have. What if that's not a fun space to be in? Why not take risks and show yourself that you are brave enough and that you are worth it to see it through? Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Happy Wednesday. And I have a confession because I'm here to always just keep it real. I am recording this on November 30th, and this episode is coming out on November 30th. So I am a bit behind, but I am telling you that because I could totally wait till I have the time, I'm putting time in air quotes, or just say I'm way too busy, X, Y, and Z. And quite frankly, like I am busy. And also I just wanted to enjoy my time with my family for the holidays. I am now in California and I had a really relaxing time just with my family for the long holiday weekend. And if you experience that too, like there's often a holiday hangover that comes when like Monday rolls around, we kind of drag our feet to go back to work because we got so comfortable with the long holiday. And so I usually prep these episodes days in advance, but I'm a little bit behind and it's okay. I still wanted to show up because I love sitting here on the mic with you and pouring into you and just helping you out. And even this space honestly helps me out too. I I feel like I'm, yes, giving to you guys, but giving to you guys actually pours back into my soul. And so even though, yes, I have been having a crazy work day so far, I still want to show up to you and for you and be here with you on Wednesday because Wednesdays are for the women and the girls who can. That is why you're here. So if you are a new listener, welcome. I promise I am not as unprepared as I might be today. Um, I drop these episodes every Wednesday and I am your sister friend to just help encourage you and walk through life with you to help know that you can and we all can with the right tools in our back pocket. And if that looks a little bit imperfect, that is okay. And this is a safe space to know that that is a part of the journey. And so Hope everybody had a great holiday, relaxing like mine clearly was, and you just were able to slow down and stay present. I actually had 
this podcast planned to be recorded on, I think, Sunday. So I obviously did not do that. And that's because I really just wanted to remain present with my family and slow down and not have an agenda. Maybe that meant staying up a little bit later and sleeping in a little bit more and just actually going out shopping with my dad because I know he loves that holiday shopping and we could go out and just walk around, browse, window shop, go have lunch and dinner with my family without feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to be tied to my agenda. So I kind of just let that go over the weekend and I hope you guys were able to do that too. And even just as we go through the holiday season, you know, I encourage you to slow down and maybe let go of a little bit of your routines and see how that feels for you sitting and then comfortable of being flexible to to change and adapt with the holiday season. And as we approach the end of the year, obviously there are lots of talk about goal setting and the dreams you have for next year and maybe even a reflection over what happened this past year that you want to grow or improve on. That All of that is kind of happening this month, the whole reflection, New Year's resolutions, all those type of things. And so I wanted to talk about those dreams that you are going to be writing down, possibly the goals. And I want you to really start to write down the goals that maybe you are afraid of writing down. And the title of this podcast is How to Take More Risks and Overcome Fear. And I want you to begin taking risks. I want you to write down goals that maybe scare you a little bit. And fear is a big overarching term. Like we fear, we feel fear around lots of things. And so let's just say it's a, a new project you're starting. You first identify like, what are you afraid of? Why are you afraid starting the new journey? And also, why does it also have to be start of the beginning of the year? I encourage you to start thinking about this stuff now and start that goal you want right now. Why wait for this whole new year, new me mentality when you can walk into 2023 a stronger version of who you are right now, who is already starting to tackle and overcome her fears. And so if there is something that you maybe really, really have been wanting to start or do, why aren't you? And what prevented you from doing that in the past? Was it fear? And so I want you to first identify what you are afraid of. Labeling your fear is going to be very, very helpful because it's easy to say, you just haven't done something in the past or you don't believe that you can, why? Why do you have that belief? And so labeling your fear, are you afraid to fail? Are you afraid afraid the project you're going to mess up? Are you afraid of the opinions that might come from starting this new journey or the goal you want? Are you afraid it's not the right time right now? Are you afraid you don't have the skills, like a bit of that imposter syndrome? Are you afraid you won't be able to keep up with it? Or like the consistency, you feel like you don't have the ability to just kind of be able to stay consistent one foot at a time with the new project. And that goes into like having kind of an all or nothing approach. But all of those things that I just labeled the fear can be valid. And some of those things might be true. I'm not saying that it's the complete truth, but I encourage you after you label it, ask yourself why. And I'm all about being 
real here. And that's why I mentioned this point. I've mentioned this in previous podcasts about toxic positivity. Um, like for, just for example, so I can just lay this out real clear. Let's just say you write down the opposite of all those things that I just mentioned. You're afraid to fail. So you're going to say, I'm going to win at this. You're afraid of opinions. You're going to say, I just want to ignore everybody else's opinion. Um, that sounds great. That sounds really doable. I want you to all practice like positive affirmations, but at a certain point, it can get a little bit toxic because you're not addressing why you actually believe that you are unable to do this thing. Why do you believe that you are going to fail? You're not going to change that just by saying you're going to be successful. Yes, like I said, important to have the confidence and go into it. Like you can do it, but we need to address the why. For example, someone who wants to be a singer just can't write down, I'm a good singer a million times and it become true, right? Like there are skills we have to work on and have to be honest and real with ourselves to develop on that might be needed in order for you to work on this goal that you want and overcome the fear. And so, because with, as you develop skills and knowledge, you become more confident, right? And then you have more confidence in your ability to do things. And maybe you already do have the skills and knowledge and it's a bit of like giving yourself that credit and remembering that you can. And I think this feeds into, this is not going to be a popular opinion, but I am not a fan nor a believer in this whole manifesting culture. And I will say I totally fell subject to it. I would say about a year and a half ago, I was all about, let me manifest this into my life. Let me manifest this into my life. And that's all like kind of my mentality was I actually found a journal since I'm here at my parents house in California I found a journal that I had about that year and a half ago and I was writing things down over and over like I will be making x amount of money by x date and I was literally writing that over and over and over in my journal and spoiler alert I am and I'm not saying this because I am bitter I'm saying this because I've learned and I want to share my experience with all this but spoiler alert I am not making that amount of money by that date that I said. And this has nothing to do with the fact of writing down something and writing down your goals. Listen, I want you to write down your goals, but with manifestation and the manifestation culture, you need to check the posture of your heart and how you are showing up to trying to manifest certain things. Are for me, like I was trying to manifest like making that amount of money by X amount of date, but reflecting back, like what was my heart posture out of that? Why was I writing that down? Does that align with who I am? Or is it just because I wanted more money, more attention, etc.? There's a difference between true confidence and self-confidence. And this also goes into why I'm just not a fan of the whole manifest culture because I hear all the time, you know, I want more self-confidence and I'm going to manifest confidence. But like I said, that difference between true confidence and self-confidence. At the end of the day, if your beauty and your bank account were taken away from you, is your confidence going along with you? So for example, that whole money situation, 
if I was making that amount of money by that amount of date, if that just got taken away from me the next day or within a month, would my confidence level also go down with it? If the answer is yes, you're depending on self-confidence for your true worth. For me, since that point of that year and a half ago, I have found true confidence. You know, I am a Christian and I have my confidence built upon a rock solid foundation of Jesus. I have so much strength and boldness within me now that I didn't have to earn. I earn through a certain amount of money in my bank account, earn by a certain amount of trips that I took, earn by the way that I looked compared to other people on social media. I didn't have to work for that strength and boldness because I know that I am loved and don't have nor am I expected to fight my fears alone. I have a confidence that overcomes fear and saying I don't get scared or I don't have bad days is completely false. Like I'm still human. That's not what I'm saying here. But I know that there's a purpose and a plan for it all. I know there was a purpose and plan why I wasn't making X amount of money, you know, at that time. And I, and I know that I wasn't given, like, again, going back to that whole sentence, I'm making X amount of money by X date. Um, I didn't make that X amount of money by X date because God's plans are bigger than mine, are bigger than those 10 sentences that I wrote over and over on a piece of paper. And by me writing down and trying to manifest a certain amount of money or a relationship, whatever it might have been, was me essentially trying to play God. And that meant I have a trust problem. I don't have the faith that I am on the path for a purpose and I'm not trusting where God has planted my feet right now. I'm just trying to focus on A, B, C, D, E, F, G that is going to happen or I want to happen. I'm not seeing the beauty that is in my now. And from that point and what I want to share of what I learned myself is switching from a mentality of, hey, let me manifest this to, hey, let me align with God. And with that heart posture, you're in a place of surrender. You're in a place of trusting. And I'm not saying just sitting down and like twiddling your thumbs and like hoping just life is going to be all good and dandy. But, and we'll talk about that in a second, but um, just having a heart posture of surrender to really receive your now and be where your feet are. So then you can experience and see who you are now to then build upon it, not trying to wish for the end product, because then we're just so stuck on what the end is going to be that we're not able to enjoy the journey or enjoy the process and make the most out of it. And there's so much growth to happen right now. There's so much to receive to happen right now that is happening right now. Then you know, what's going to happen at the first of the year? What's going to happen six months from now? Yes, important to make goals um, and have an overarching plan. But instead of trying to know the plan, stay close to the one who does know the plan. Hopefully that made sense. And maybe that was a bit of a ramble. But again, going back to the true confidence that I was explaining, the true confidence versus self-confidence. And with true confidence, you can overcome. 
You can overcome fear. And even if we just pause at that word overcome, overcome is a verb. It is an action step. So yes, with true confidence. And as I mentioned, that it, that comes from your faith and your ability to trust. Um, that doesn't mean sitting and just waiting for things to happen. Overcome is, a, is that verb, that action step. We are called to take action on your fear. And you showed up to this podcast to be the girl who can overcome fear. So we talked about identifying the fear, what you're afraid of. Um, and let's just take another example here. You are afraid you won't be able to keep up with whatever goal you set and give 100%. I encourage you, once you identify the fear, ask yourself the why game or play the why game I, is what I like to call it, I guess. But let's just say, okay, you ask your self why why are you afraid you won't be able to keep up with this goal maybe the answer is because you started things in the past and you've given up prior so you have like a history of just not being able to be consistent and why is that why did you start things and not finish maybe the answer is uh you saw a lack of progress so there was a lack of motivation just coming from that because it was a lack of progress. I don't know. Could be so many different things, but that's just an example. Why was there a lack of progress? Um, answer could be a distraction from work. Maybe you lost interest. Maybe you didn't. You stopped believing in yourself. Bingo. We got to a root tier. And once you identified, so we identified the fear and then we asked ourselves why, why, why? And Again, I asked myself why like three different times from that example. We got to the root of there was distractions from work. Maybe you lost interest and you didn't believe in yourself. From there, write two actions, two action steps that you can do to overcome those things. So back to the example, the root was a distraction from work. And maybe you begin to set boundaries, begin to set boundaries with the coworkers, with your boss, with yourself uh, in regards to your workplace. And I did a whole episode on boundaries. So you're in luck. Just scroll down a couple episodes back and you will find the episode on boundaries to begin taking action to that root problem. And the other root from my example was um, you didn't believe in yourself. Uh, that's why you lost interest and gave up. And here, I mean, this could be so many different things, but maybe it's giving yourself more credit. You didn't believe that you could do it. Reframe your thoughts, speak truth. And this looks something like, instead of saying, I don't, I don't believe that I can do it. It's something like, I started this journey because I'm brave enough and and I'm worth it to see it through. And I need to remember why I started in the first place. So that's the mentality. That's the action step we need to show up with. Instead of saying, well, I lost interest, so I just don't believe in myself. And no, why did you start in the first place? Remind yourself of that inspiration that uh, was once there and giving yourself that credit to say, I started this journey and I was brave enough to do so and I'm worth it to see it through. So I'm going to be consistent. Reframing those things and sometimes we have to be proactive. I tell my clients this all the time where literally write that sentence down, put it on your mirror in the morning or put it on your nightstand because we do have to take action and be proactive to um, remind ourselves of the why 
And that is important. Support is important. And if you can have a coach, you can have, you know, a mentor in your life to lift you higher. And me too, you know, I'm your, I'm your Wednesday motivation, but uh, I totally get it. You know, having somebody in your immediate surrounding can be very, very helpful to continue to speak truth into you. Um, But notice how I didn't say the affirmation was going to be, I'm not going to give up because I'm going to be successful at this project. Like, you know, there, that can get lost in translation. I can write, I'm going to, this project is going to be successful. This project is going to be successful. I can write that over and over and over and try to manifest it, but we are called to take action. So I didn't say I'm going to be successful at this project. I said, I'm brave enough to start and I'm worth to see it through. And I need to remember this is my why for starting in the first place. So notice the differences there. So hopefully that was helpful. And really, this is all about the how. I want to share with you the how to take action. We all know that we need to take action and not live in fear. I think that is very obvious. Um, But this is how. And it is active inner work. I actively identifying the root cause. And it might stem from a more painful hurt that maybe is coming from the past um, or your childhood that is causing you to be paralyzed in fear. Maybe it's it has to do with something somebody said to you in the past, uh, a parent or a significant other. And in those cases, you know, there is emotional support that I think is very, very beneficial. Things like counseling that you can get more uh, tools on and I encourage you to. Um, but if those type of things are causing you to be paralyzed in fear, I want you to face it. Don't be defined by what you can't do. Be defined by what you can do. So another example for you, so many different examples today, but let's say the fear is that you will fail. You will mess up. And here, action, we want to take action, write out a plan of what you will do if you do fail, if you do mess up. And I get it. Like, it's h- kind of hard to say, you know, what exa- what area you're ex- you exactly might, met, quote, I'm putting in air quotes, like mess up on. Um, but maybe it's just, what will you do if you get distracted? I actually started doing this um, every, okay, not every, for the last like couple days. <laughs> But for the last couple of days, I implemented a new element of kind of my morning routine. And it's this action planner that I have. And it asked me a couple of questions. And one of them is to write out some action tasks I want to accomplish for the day. For me, again, remaining flexible on it. Like some days I hit it, some days I don't. And the, But the next question after that is what might prevent you from completing those tasks? What is a distraction that might happen and what am I going to do about it? So it asked me what my distractions might be and what I will do to get me back on track. So it allows me to be proactive before my day even starts. So even if there is like a project that you're working on right now or a goal that you want, write down what will happen if you get distracted from that goal and what you will do to help get you back on track. So again, all about taking action, being proactive. So then if it does happen, you're prepared. And you know why that action planner asked me that question? Because it happens. We're human. We're all going to mess up at some point. We're all going to fail at some point. Um, 
And I get it, like those moments are hard, but I don't want that to stop you from why you're not even trying. I don't want you to always live in this what if category because yeah, then that's all the story is ever going to be. Well, I should have. What if? That's not a fun space to be in. Why not take risks and show yourself that you are brave enough and that you are worth it to see it through? And I also wanted to share this quote that I heard. And honestly, it is one of the best pieces of advice I have ever received. And the quote was, or was, did somebody tell me or was it a quote? I don't know. Besides the point, but it was, faith is not waiting for God to show up and provide. It is stepping out in obedience and knowing he will provide along the way. And that just got me because I was stuck in fear for so long because I had my concept of faith so twisted. I was in this space of, well, God will provide for me. And when he does, then I'll be able to accomplish this. Then I'll be able to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. No, like that's not how it works. We are called to be bold action takers. And if our heart is in the right posture and our faith is full of surrender and trust that our steps will be guided. And if we stay close to the one who knows the full plan, there will be so many blessings along the way. And that is what faith is. And it's, it's so, it, that was so hard for me to like grasp. Like it, I heard, I heard that quote and I was like, dang, that's good. But actually implementing it is really hard because I don't know about you. I'm somebody who wants to know everything. <laughs> I want to know somewhat like what the outcome is going to be before I even start. Like, I say I want to know a general game plan, but I really want to know a play-by-play. Anybody else like that? Maybe it's just me, natural control freak. But that approach to life is, yeah, wanting to know just every single step uh, and what that step was going to result in. But that just led me to be so narrow-minded and I'm very grateful that I am just aware of it now. And I share this because I want you to be aware of it if this is you. But living like this caused me to be very narrow-minded. And it's almost like as if you're hiking during the nighttime and you have a headlight on when you hike in the night. And every step when you're doing this is so calculated because you don't want to step on a snake. You don't want to trip on a rock, right? And you're so narrow-focused on that headlamp where it's pointing. Um but comparing that to when you're hiking during the daylight, yes, you're still care- careful and aware of where you're stepping, but you're able to notice all the beauty around you. And you're able to see the things that you were missing out on when you were hiking in the dark. And you're actually able to experience everything that's around you because you're not so hyper-focused on the 10 inches that are in front of you. So having true faith with a heart posture of surrender is having the lights on, hiking during the day. You are the one physically completing the hike, taking the physical steps and putting one foot in front of the other, but knowing God paved the path and all the things around you for you to experience along the way. And we aren't able to do that if we're just stuck in the control and stuck wanting to play God 
all we're able to see is a 10 inches in front of us when really God has so much more planned for us to experience. But we got to take off that headlamp and experience it. That is a choice, right? And fear is different for everybody. You experience it differently depending on your background, depending on your experiences. And I want to empathize with people who actually do experience fear in a in a really deep way in regards to anxiety or depression. And I think counseling is so beneficial for something like that. And I don't want that to get disregarded here. Um, but I also just want to share this information because it's my personal experience. And I truly believe that you are the girl who can. And on Wednesdays, I'm here to remind you and be your hype girl. Um, and so that's another Wednesdays for the women in the books. And I hope this was really helpful, especially as we approach the end of the year. And there are some good reflections that you can take away from this podcast. As always, I want to grow this community of women hyping each other up and encouraging one another. So if you can share this with a friend or post on your stories and tag me at Arissa Lujano, my personal Instagram, or at the Girl Who Can podcast. I would appreciate it so much and I love seeing who all of you are. So go connect with me over on there. And again, if this was helpful for you too, if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts, that also helps me out so much and could be a nice Christmas gift to me. It only takes about 15 seconds. So if you can do that over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. Um, But I hope you guys had a good holiday. And as we enter into December, you are all geared up for Christmas. I tried working in a coffee shop yesterday and they were blasting Christmas music. So Christmas is in full swing. And per my Black Friday shopping damage, it is evident that that is so. (laughs) But I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and a good weekend. Stay safe. Love you all. And we will chat very soon. Bye, everybody.